Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2. One stalking minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us once again, Norman and Brad from Back to the Future, the podcast. Welcome back, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having us, guys. Thank you for being back. And today we are going back to minute 67, which begins with Marty's dick getting obliterated into nothingness and ends with uh, some very some very bad touches between um, Biff and uh, Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Lorraine Baines, <laughs> I should say. Lorraine yeah. Baines. Well, so, yes, exactly. So there's there's that there's that beat. I mean, man, there's that beat where Marty like has to like look over the blanket and like go cross-eyed, and I'm just like, you're supposed to be incognito, and he's standing right there. What are you doing, Scott? <laughs> have you ever had anything happen to your to your right hand man? Oh yes, of course. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-one years old, of course. Yeah, many, I, many times. I'm, I'm just saying, three full oil cans landed directly on his lap. No, I understand that, but he is under a blanket. Like, he, why does he have to come out of the blanket? He just needed air. But, but he's under a blanket that theoretically could reek of horseshit. Yeah, I guess that, that's, that, true. That's, that's true. That's very true. That has to be determined. This could be the darkest can, point in Marty's whole adventures right now. <laughs> can Can you imagine Marty playing uh, Splinter Cell? That, that's like a five-second mission failure every time. He just yeah. runs directly for the spotlight every time. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so then yeah, we so see. Then, uh, uh, so so uh, Terry, after, after, uh, after Biff throws the cans in the back seat um, and starts to get into his car, Terry gets on his uh, – uh, his, uh, gets on the back of his tow truck – uh, and starts driving away as Biff sees Lorraine and her good friend Babs uh, come out of the dress shop um, next to the uh, next to the 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 lawyer office next to the the auto shop. Um, talk about then, a sight for sore eyes. Yeah, I know, right? So Lorraine, full giraffe skirt. Oh great. my god, the giraffe skirt is so amazing. Yeah, the giraffe skirt's pretty great. Uh, but yeah, they come out and they, they have the box and I, I assume it's because they, they open the box together and she pulls out the dress. And she's like, oh, my God, it's so perfect. So I imagine that they picked out the dress a few weeks ago and got it altered or something and they're picking up the altered dress. Well, there were no giraffes they, on it, Scott. Yeah, well, because if they just if they just bought the dress, I don't know why they're so excited to pull it out of the box and look at it again. <laughs> or or uh, why they didn't just do that inside the store. As opposed to on the sidewalk, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, know what, you know what? You know what? I have to you protest, to guys. The dress in front of the people who who altered it or whatever, right? Like yeah. to make sure it's okay. Go out on Main Street and try that dress on to make sure it fits. Or <laughs> yeah. maybe there were some girls from school in the dress shop, and Lorraine was like, "Well, I don't want anyone to see it before I wear it." You know what I mean? Right. We got to we got to leave. Uh, alternate theory: uh, maybe they they stole it. And they haven't. They didn't actually know what what it what the box looked like that they stole. They stole it in the box. <laughs> yeah, like, or, from from the from the hands of another high school student. I, directly from the store. I mean, Lorraine looks like she's a a pretty standard fit. She's not going to have to go to either side of the small or large dress scale. Just grab something close to the door and 
make a break for it. And she's just delighted that it's pink as opposed to mint green. Yeah, this could be uh, this could be like a bling ring situation. Maybe the dress shop is, uh, you know, like those those bars that you can go to where the where you you have the mixologist bartender and they ask you a bunch of random questions and then they make you a drink sure. without asking yeah. what you want. You want like an oaky like, taste? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they make you this perfect drink that's like made just for you mm-hmm. maybe that's how this dress shop works maybe like she just goes in and gets interviewed and they're the like magical Back. old man who's <laughs> like hello lorraine how do you want to feel do you want to be a princess and he's just like already like, doing a dress like Wa- wallander's dress shop or something it's like all of <laughs> that's actually that's it's actually how that's how they make the wands in harry potter and real dolls too yeah <laughs> There was a there was a store in New York City. Well, I mean, it, it's still there, but it's moved. But uh, did you guys ever get to go to the FAO Schwartz in Central Park? No, not me. There was um there was a, a a man there in the store. I mean, he was employed. Okay, yeah. Uh, he he would make Muppets for you. He would Muppets. There, there was like a Muppet workshop where there were all the the little felt thingies and. And you got to like, it was kind of like Build-A-Bear, but you got a Muppet at the end. And I was just like, that's amazing. But it was like $60 and I was like 17. So, so yeah, so Biff's shirt, I, you know, the thing, I like Biff's shirt, but it doesn't scream 1950s to me. Like the, the, the style of the shirt, as in like the, the cut of the shirt does. Like the cut of the shirt looks like 1950s because mm-hmm. it's kind of like bowling shirt-esque uh, a little bit. Yeah. But but the the actual like design on the shirt reminds me of like an early 90s Spike Spike Lee movie. Yeah, like, I was going to say it looks like he's wearing a Save by the Bell scene transition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Can, can we celebrate how Lou exits the scene riding on the back of his tow truck? You mean Terry? Terry. Yeah. Lou, just, Lou is the diner guy. OK, just a great little moment. And he's just like, away. Oh, right. <laughs> and he, he he doffs his cap and <laughs> he does. He does. Good day. Good, sir. A business <laughs> is done. $300. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so so we get Biff's Biff's stupid smug face and uh, he's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go molest this woman. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of sad because a, a Lorraine sighting in the wild is such like a I'm sure it's like one of the best things that can happen to you in Hill Valley. And <laughs> yeah. it, it just sucks that he. He has to go and spoil it. Yeah, I mean, he, and immediately, like oh, he just he immediately, it just immediately walks up and and talks about how much he would like to see her naked, and then lifts her skirt up. Like, yeah, my God, man, you can kind of see. Maybe this is a credit to Thomas Wilson, but you can almost sort of see what he does, what in his brain whenever he sees Lorraine, because you can the, his body language before and like when he's. Like sneaking around, you can almost get the sense that to Biff, it it is like some kind of playful joke. Oh, I I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you because before he goes to talk to Lorraine, he licks his lips and pops his collar. Biff mm-hmm. is a low level serial killer right now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I guess what I mean is like you can really see the um the lack of like empathy in his face. You know what I mean? Where, where, where it's just like, oh, Lorraine, time to go. Time to teaser. Pursue. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing to me that Biff thinks that this is, this is what women 
are interested in, or I guess, I guess maybe, maybe it's not that he thinks that maybe it's more just like, this is what I want to do. And obviously she'll go for it because I'm me. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah. I mean, it's classic bullying where it's like, I'm just going to invade this person's space and not, uh, and not, you know, really care for how it makes this person feel, you know? This whole thing is just really hard to watch. Like, cause it's not, it's, it's not just bullying. Like it's just, it's really gross bullying. Like, yeah. Like leeching kind of like, and the original 1984 Ghostbusters was a very important part of my childhood. (laughs) And I think it's pandering that it's all women now. (laughs) Hill Valley is, uh, California, correct? Yes. Well, actually, and I did a little, Legal research last night. What Biff committed on the rain is a simple assault. He, oh, yeah. He pl- he placed his hands on her in an unwanted fashion, perhaps even more because he did attempt to remove some of her clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a witness. Yeah. I think it's really funny that they start talking about the dance just as they they walk past uh, a flyer for the dance pinned to a telephone pole. I mean, if that's not timing. I know. It's almost like a little Edgar Wright joke, you know? Yeah. Bad guy. uh, That's a really good visual. uh, I don't know. Solid visual storytelling. And Mm -hmm. are are high school dances typically advertised downtown? Couldn't you just (laughs) couldn't you just kind of advertise those at the school to keep the people who have graduated that would like to go to a high school dance that you don't want to come to the sea dance? eh? (laughs) I might show up to that. I'm 45. I could imagine it, though, being a thing where they do it so that the parents know what what's going on as well. Oh, like the kids aren't lying about it. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. or uh, people who don't have kids in the school are just like aware that like, oh, on this night, children are going to be roaming the streets, mm-hmm. um, driving around, acting crazy because. So hide and uh, stay in your homes. Yeah, exactly. Youths will be about tonight. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Biff, uh, doesn't so much ask Lorraine to the dance as he does, um, state that she, sh- he's going to offer her the chance to go with him because he's the best. He's the, he's the hottest guy in school. Mm, he's the Brom, uh, of Hill Valley. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Babs is having none of that. She, that's the, the biggest eye roll. <clears throat> yeah. She's trying really hard to, uh, steel focus in this scene. Um, and it's just enough for me to pay attention to her, like not forget that she's there, mm-hmm. but not enough to like take the scene away from the two actors who are actually performing the scene. So mm-hmm. it's, it's actually, it's a really good level of, uh, of, uh, I don't know, whatever you call that. <clears throat> so, so she's, she's kind of like the Billy Zane of the trilogy. Then the female Billy Zane. All yeah, a little do- bit. Always doing her own thing in the background. She's sort yeah. of like the uh, the Eleanor to Billy Zane's uh, Theodore. Is that how? Is that? Oh just, yeah, correct. Yeah, it was Eleanor. Yeah, yeah, Eleanor. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, uh, it's 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 good. It's good. Uh, although he goes, I'm, he goes, I'm, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm worried about uh I'm worried about Betty. Uh, I know, like, but yeah, yeah. Where's the third musketeer? She must be um, working or something. Maybe she maybe she works at the dress shop. Oh, maybe it's like, oh, my God, Lorraine, I found this dress. It would look great on you. I'm going to hold it, but I can only hold it for a day. You have to come now. Oh, I like that. 
Did, does she reappear later in the film at all? Not in this one. No, she. I think she's only in the first one. She's weirdly oh, well, in part. She's weirdly in part three in the West I, of the Old West. <laughs> she's she's probably Biff's first victim then. <clears throat> oh, yikes! And, and they just don't they just don't notice. Um, and then yeah, he, he says he, he goes zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah, well, he says the thing where you're about as funny as a screen door on a battleship, and <laughs> yeah. and Marty says screen door on a it's screen door on a submarine, and I'm like I'm pretty sure <clears throat> I'm pretty sure he got more than that with the wrong or more than that wrong because I've always heard that saying as it like it's as serious as a screen door or it makes as much sense as a screen door on a on a submarine. Yeah, because I've never like- heard funny. Yeah, it's because it's not funny to have a screen door on a submarine. It's and it's, it's not and it's not not funny. Like it's just stupid. Like it's so yeah. so like it like I've heard that's about as smart as a screen door on a submarine, but it's about as funny yeah. as a screen. Or door. Or like selling ice to an Eskimo. You know, <laughs> yeah, to, to use a less than politically correct term. Right. <laughs> it's 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 just one step off from where it's supposed to be. That that makes as much sense as taking away ice from an Eskimo. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's true. You just off by one, mm-hmm. right? Um, <laughs> really, really cool. If he was like, it's 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 submarine on it's screened around a submarine, you dork. What? <laughs> Who's that? Who said that in my car? <laughs> I also oh. noticed something really weird in the last frame of this minute. Um, that I it maybe it's just me, but so. We get a look of of Biff shaking Lorraine, and you can see his his belt going through his jeans. But it also looks like something is pinned to his look like like a scrap of paper is pinned under his belt. The receipt. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> I rest. Well, who puts a receipt? What are you a what are you a ranger in Middle Earth? Put it in your pocket. <laughs> I don't know. Biff's weird. Biff's weird. I don't actually. I don't think it's. I don't think it's any paper. I think it's just the pattern it's, of the shirt. It, it's just weird. Oh, that it's oh. in, in in between his belt, though. It's the it's the it's the leather tag on his jeans. Okay. You know the the old tags that say what size it are and what brand it is. You know, Wrangler. This, this looks like some uh some vintage Levi's or Wranglers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think Biff is like a thirty six, thirty four, maybe thirty four waist, thirty two waist. He's a big dude. I could take him. I could fight him. <laughs> um, I uh, that's that's all I've got for this minute. What do you guys have? Anything else? Um, no. It just it's you know it's it's it, it was it was a it was a pure delight seeing Lorraine Baines again, and it's uh, yep. it's it sucks that it delved quickly into uh, bad touch. Yep. It's rough. Now I'm I'm good on this minute. All right. Well, if you uh, would like to visit us and talk about how much you love Lorraine, uh, you can go to our website at DuelingGenre.com where we have always cool discussions and comments being left by our our listeners and we love those. You can contact us at contact at BackToTheFutureMinute.com. We have begun Back to the Future Minute No Roads Edition, our weekend edition of the show, and we need emails. We need conversation. We need stuff to talk about. So we, we need your help for that. Tweet us at BTTF Minute. Tumble at us at bttfminute.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook. Leave a five-star review on iTunes, which is always chuch. 
And uh, be sure to check out Dueling Genres, other shows, The Doctor's Companion, where we talk about classic episodes of Daka Who, starring Cassandra Fredrickson, along with Scott and I, and Geek by Night, our original audio comedy series. It is back. It's better than ever. I'm so proud of the new episode. And uh, if you want to find out how to help us do even more cool stuff like live shows and uh, who knows what else, duelinggenre.com slash support as all of our information. And uh, speaking of support, special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, uh, Lords David Jeffries and Lady Leaper 182. And we will see you guys on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.